Hi everyone, just got on here today and adding some music right now. So whoever would like to join me, I'm so thankful that you're joining me and you're coming to my podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, we're going to talk about self-healing today. Any issues in the body. Um, you can resolve them through a session with QHHT, quantum healing hypnosis technique. Um, you do need a professional practitioner for this. It is a form of, I mean, it is a practice developed by Dolores Cannon. You can check her page out at qhhtofficial.com. That's where you can actually find a practitioner in your area. Um, and you can learn a little bit about Dolores by going to her website, DoloresCannon.com, or checking out her YouTube videos. Pretty much she's everywhere. So I am Jennifer Martinez, and I am a level two practitioner for QHHT. And I live in West Yellowstone, Montana, west side of Yellowstone National Park. So if you're interested in a session, you can contact me by going to jennifermartinezqhht.com and check me out. Thank you for that. <clears throat> so just right now trying to get my some music on here. I think some nice Zen music would be really lovely to the session just today. I also want to offer or start offering some sessions, like a group regression session. It's pretty fun. It's a light trance. It's not as deep as the private sessions. Um, but it's fun. It gives you an idea of what it's about. So stay tuned for that one and, and we will have a time. Uh, and it has to be done by Zoom. I need to be able to see everyone's face. It's really important so I know what's happening to the person when they go through it. <clears throat> Just waiting a minute here to see who actually comes on. You know, getting people to come on, that's great. Kind of missed a few days there, but had some session. I'm also practicing Reiki as well. So if you're interested in that, you can still visit my same page, my website, Jennifer Martinez, QHHT, and contact me that way for even a Reiki session. I just love both. Essentially, I am a light worker, and I love it. Anything to do with self-healing. Soon we won't be going to doctors and therapists. We'll be looking for light workers, such as practitioners for QHHT and self and uh, Reiki and acupuncture. Anything that has the body heal itself gives you the issue uh gives you the um shows you what's wrong why this is happening and um, so for example i did have a client that had kidney issues 
And um, I was really new at QHHT. I really didn't understand the self-healing part. I've kind of watched and tried to focus on what Dolores had. She's She was just truly a master at this t- technique, of course. I mean, she's the one that founded it. So she was nothing else but a master of it. Um, she kind of taught me that when we come here, we are set to have one way. But when we come here, it's an obstacle. So sure, before we come into this life, we plan it out. We say who's going to be the characters involved, mom, dads, whoever the case may be um, in our lives. But what happens is we get caught up and then we hold on to the baggage. So when someone passes away or when there's a tragic event, that gets stored into our body because we create that. We create the baggage. We go, oh, five years later after someone passes away, you can, especially when they're special to you, you can see how it affects someone. And with that fresh baggage like that, it's heavy on us. It's heavy on the shoulders. It's heavy on the back. It's heavy on the body. And what happens is then things start to go wrong in our body because of that baggage. So with QHHT, it's absolutely beautiful. It can have, we can contact the higher self and ask why this happened. Um, why they chose it, why they wanted it in there. Because sometimes it's a learning lesson because we do live multiple lives and the higher self doesn't, um, it doesn't block you from anything you want to do. If you want to be sick, guess what? The higher self's like, all right, if that's what you want. (laughs) So essentially you could be sick. So I had a gentleman and he was sick and he um i took him under and i really appreciated it i was so new and when i look back i'm like wow i didn't know the things i just didn't know you could never be so hard on yourself because you didn't know them so I take him through and I, I could have definitely directed it in a different direction. And because each session so unique, it really goes off of practice and you need to practice a lot. And that's putting, that's doing sessions. And um, with that, he, um, we got to the higher self and I asked why his, why he was sick, why he had the the sadness that created the sickness and it was really just not being in control of his life he let others control him it was almost like he should have took a stand and he didn't he kind of said oh well my wife's going to make that decision or my kids are going to make that decision and he left it in their hands to make very prominent decisions in his life which isn't good essentially. (laughs) His higher self said that he needed to take charge and he needed to make the stand or the, you know, 
changes and choices in his life. And that wasn't the case. I, uh, I didn't understand that if I asked as a practitioner, can we release this baggage? I just had no idea that, that it was that simple. <laughs> it's really a beautiful concept, really. QHHT is just, it really opens you to the universe. And I love that. And it's beautiful. And um, I'm just thankful that we can even do it we can even connect and that there is a form that we can develop um, and really connect to. And when you become aware, it's just that much better. Um, so essentially I am a light worker. Um, that's really just involving um, anything moving forward with humanity, us evolving. It's really a precious thing. We all need to evolve. Um, all for the better. It's all going to be great things. It's uplifting. This channel is always going to be uplifting. There's always going to be a boost when you get out of the session. You're going to feel wonderful. And just your true potential self, your true amazing self, you're marvelous. You're, you're magnificent. You know, I've said it before. When you open your eyes in the morning, you say, I am magnificent. That's so important because you really are awesome. You really are amazing. We just downplay ourselves all day long. Social media, TV, the news. If you could just become aware of that, um, you really could live your best life. And if you feel like you have any health issues or struggles in life, you can actually find a QHHT practitioner. And with that, there's three levels of practitioners right now. Um, you know, the first one's always right out of uh, out of school and they're learning. And you generally, if you have a few things going on, you know, they should be able to help you. But again, like I said, it's, it's fully practicing for those level ones. Uh, a level two is a little bit more uh, seasoned, I would say. Um, they have done definitely 30 sessions or more under their belt, which is amazing because honestly, each person, well, obviously, you know this, each person is different. And so that means different belief systems, different personalities, different cultures, just all of that. So with that inspect, we're still one. <laughs> And meaning that we all have a higher self-consciousness connection. Um, for instance, you could go under and connect to the higher self and, and um, with the practitioner, of course. And um, for instance, you could say, hey, my aunt has a sickness. I really need to see what we can do for her. You can even do that. It's, it's really amazing. And it will give you a true answer. And this, this technique is never performed on anyone who's 18 and younger. I really suggest not doing that on any teenager. You know, Dolores always said you could do 16 and up, but honestly, it needs to have a mature kid who has maybe been through a lot that really just needs a little hope in life. But honestly, you don't want to do it on anyone under 18. I mean, 
and if you know of someone who needs a session who maybe has an illness and and it's just sad and they're a little kid and they're eight or they're 10 and they have an illness you could actually go under as long as you knew that person like with your heart you knew them you could connect um, it's generally like if it's a kid, it's the parent or guardian of that kid that would want to go under and get true advice from the higher self that will give you a true answer of why that kid is sick and what to do to clear that up. Because honestly, you can it's energy. You can clear up the sickness. You can release that baggage. You can literally be light as a feather again and live your very best life because essentially happiness and joy are the first thing it's it's the key to life i mean you need joy if you don't have happiness in you and joy in you number one how could you ever be healthy and wealthy and all of that you need joy period you need to be able to laugh you need the that's why we have our imagination. That's why we have laughter. It's so important right now in our life to laugh. We need to laugh. And I'm not talking ha ha he he. I'm talking laugh. I'm talking that is the funniest thing you'd ever seen or heard. And you really laugh. Um, and you need to do that every single day for the rest of your life. If you can laugh. I think that that right there if you can bring joy and you can see joy every day in your life and happiness every day in your life there you go it's excellent absolutely excellent and marvelous and then that's what makes our personality blossom and we essentially live our best life life and it feels good um generally when you get a session done on you you may not know exactly all the elements you have going on and and i like reiki too because reiki just focuses on your chakras and we all have them we're all amazing we absolutely have them they're beautiful they're in our body because we are essentially all energy and that reiki balances your energy sometimes we get too much in our body and it it's, gets stuck and um you know, we have issues from it and it affects other organs in our body. But when you let that flow and you clear it out and you have a balanced chakras, your chakras are balanced and they're flowing and you feel connected to the sky and you feel connected to the earth, it'll change your life forever. You'll never look back. You'll literally never look back. Generally, you only have one session with QHHT. Um, you don't usually need more than that. If you have a good practitioner, you don't need more than one session. You just don't. That practitioner should be able to connect to you very well. And that's the other thing. There are so many practitioners out there now. Um, they've taught a lot. So there should always be more than one in your area. And if so, really connect with their picture, really look them up, listen to their references, see what connects to you. Don't just jump the gun and go get a practitioner, like really be involved by caring about yourself enough to say, okay, 
I'm doing this. I'm looking for one I connect to. And when you do that, all you're going to need is one, is one um, session from a practitioner. That's it. Even if you have the craziest disease in your body, the cra- you couldn't even pick a disease that your higher self couldn't heal for you. Everything our body creates can be healed. That's why I love QHHT. That's why it's very important to find the perfect practitioner for you because essentially you can have, you can get self-healing and you are the one healing yourself. The practitioner is not even healing you. They're just guiding you to those answers that need to be put out there. So it could be, you know, some people might have high blood pressure. Well, what's causing the high blood pressure? Why do you have high blood pressure? How is your life? Do you laugh enough? Do you exercise? Do you care about your body? Self-care. I mean, what you put in your body may be poisoning it. And we really need to pay attention to that too. You know, our mind is everything. And if you don't have the right mindset to start your day by like meaning eating right, um, supplements, exercise physically and mentally, listen to things that would be uplifting. Maybe if all you need to do is laugh every day, find stuff that makes you laugh and do it every single day and literally laugh. Laugh as hard as you can. I feel like we don't do that enough. We don't have enough joy because I feel like we turn into like an autopilot, wake up, get ready, go to work, work, come home, grocery shop, cook dinner. You know, generally that is the the things that would pop up for me as like a normal person's routine. And there's really no joy there. Because a lot of the times I'll say during an interview as with a client that I don't know, well, do you laugh? What do you laugh? You know, like what makes you laugh? And then they go, oh, well, I guess I don't really laugh. I laugh maybe hee hee ha ha. Nothing like a stomach gut laugh where that brings me so much joy. I want to watch it every day or I want to indulge in it every day. And that's always what I suggest to people. That's one of my number one thing. I just feel like when we bring joy into our life, the rest of it just flows and it flows like so beautifully. It's like, <laughs> great. I'm so happy inside. My cellular structures just beaming because I just laughed for a good solid 15 minutes. And that made me feel vibrant and amazing. And now all I want to do is just have the very best day I can have. And essentially, that's always what I suggest. But with QHHT, it's, um, you know, that's usually what the higher self is suggesting too, is that we're not making those right uh, choices. We're kind of just letting society create our life without it really doing much good. Um, We're we're absorbing uh, judgment. We're absorbing hatred. We're, We're absorbing things that just wouldn't really uplift us. Um, I don't know anyone who goes on social media and says, oh, that was great. That was great. No, they come off of social media and they're drained and they feel judged and they feel worthless and they feel like they can't do anything because they've got 
for example, they've got uh, <laughs> the mega stars who um, have so much money they can pretend to be completely someone completely different. And when you see that, it gets like, oh, well, I don't know that I can do that because I don't have the money. So then our mindset turns negative. We then say, oh, I don't have the money. I don't know how I would get that because I don't have, you know, they're lucky. They got it. But it really doesn't come down to luck. It comes down to the law of attraction, the laws. We have, the universe has laws and it's, it's incredible. I don't want to get too far off of QHHT because it's beautiful, but it's just explaining that what you put out, you get back. So don't attract yourself to the negative. If you see negative and negative comes to you, make that choice to say, do I indulge or not? What kind of response do I want to have to that? And when you take a stand, health comes to you so beautifully because essentially that's what your higher self wants anyway. And, and this it's like the higher self says, oh, if you want to be sick, you can. You want to be a millionaire? You can. You want to do this? You can. And so the higher self loves you that much that lets you do whatever you want to do. When we come here, it's, it is, it's an obstacle. It literally is. We're not, you know, we came in with a full solid plan before we came here. And QHHT generally with that, as a practitioner, I have taken people back to literally right before they were born into this life. And they sat at a table and they saw everyone who would be in their lives, friends, friends in the future, friends in the past, family, whoever it may be. Oh, you're going to play the role of the uncle. Oh, okay. Well, then you'll be this way. And then they decide how they'll be. And so anyway, you come up with this beautiful, beautiful, harmonious plan. And it, it's, it's so perfect on the other side. Then you come to planet Earth, the Earth of school, Dolores always said. You come here and it's like, ooh, Earth, wow. You're this sweet little baby. And you know no different but to be a baby. And okay, here you go. And then you grow up. And then guess what happens? Your parents get to raise you or a significant other person raises you. Who knows who raised you? Whatever. But with that, them raising you. Hello. Thank you very much for listening. Um, there's obstacles. They have belief systems already because obviously they're a grown adult at this point and they're raising you as you are the baby. So with their belief systems and their ways of being and their culture, they're going to raise you the best way they think you should be raised. <laughs> that's where the obstacles come in. I, I laugh because that's where the obstacles come in because we have this beautiful plan. Oh, it was going to work out so perfect and I was going to be a millionaire. That was in my plan. Oh, I live in poverty. Oh, poverty. Wait, what's poverty? And then it's like, oh, oh, we don't have clothes. Oh, my mindset has to change because then that is your obstacle. But that's the thing. It's beautifully written, beautifully written. We're like a spider web where sure that was the beautiful plan, but guess what? You're on planet earth and you have free will. <laughs> I love that one. You have free will. That means anything can happen. That means, sure, your plan could happen if you focused on it. 
but you know, there's obstacles, there's the way people live. And then, oh, we're so lucky we got the internet. I love the internet. I do. I mean, that's how I'm doing this podcast. It's through the internet. But when you grow up in poverty and you just never have enough and you're always trying to reach for the stars, but you never have enough because you have high hopes with negative beliefs, it cancels each other out. It's the law of attraction. So if you say, oh, this is going to happen, but guess what? We're so good at contradicting ourselves and judging ourselves, but not judging ourselves as we're magnificent. We're amazing. We just came from the heavens. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Instead, we're like, no, we're not good enough. We could never do that. They're better than us. Oh, she's better than me. She knows how to do this better than me. Guess what? They've only practiced. That's why you see them as they're better than you because they practiced on what they were um, indulging on or what they were excited about because they gave it focus. Um, and that's why I love QHHT because we get hung up in it. For instance, I did. I, I, um, I, I am an old soul, period. I am. And I woke up on my own. It's really amazing how I even did it. And, uh, but it took me a while. You know, I grew up in poverty. My parents divorced. It was horrible. We always never, we just never had enough. We never had enough clothing. We never had enough. But do you hear my words? I kept saying we never had enough. So guess what? Law of attraction. Law was like, oh, you, you don't have enough. Okay. Well then you don't have enough. It's, it's like the higher self saying, if that's what you want, no problem. High hopes, negative beliefs. And so it was like my mom, not to be mean because my mom is great, but in that moment, we just never had enough. And she kind of taught us that as if you don't go and do it like this and you just be your normal self, you're never going to have enough. And I just never really understood that. I, and so I grew up that way anyway, even though I didn't understand it, it boggled my mind. I still grew up never having enough. And, um, now I know it took me a while. You know, I, I strived really hard. I never really was good in school, but I, I did the best I could do. You know, I knew that, um, I wasn't a straight A, you know, scholar. <laughs> so, but it didn't matter because the universe loves me. I love me. And it took a while for me to do self-healing for my own self, realizing, oh, this is why, um, you know, I have this issue in my body because now I'm in tune with it. I've had multiple sessions done on me just being a practitioner for QHHT. We, um, classmates, we switch out the role and, um, you know, I've had a session done on me and vice versa. And I, I have 35 people under my belt as far as, um, doing sessions on. So I feel really in tuned. Now I can tell you, wow, I can connect myself so easily, so effortlessly. Most people, even after one session would have such a beautiful result. Um, what I love and fell in love with Dolores as she helped this one lady. She had multiple issues in her life and they were horrible issues. Like 
blood disease and heart issues. And she had multiple surgeries on her heart to put heart stems in there and all those kind of things. And she knew she was dying and she didn't want to die. So guess what? She went above and beyond and was like, Where, what can I do? What, you know, and here's Dolores Cannon. Wow. She, <laughs> she got on her list. Um, and Dolores did this session on her, just one session. That's literally it. She did an interview to get to know her, to understand her life and understand what is important to her. And then did the session because when you're under, as the person going under, you're in the universe, period. When I was under, I was in the universe. It was magnificent. I had tapped into this parallel life of me. And that's what she did. And she could see then a past life that would give her the answers for today's moment right now, why she had the issues she did. And then the higher self, which I was saying, you connect to the higher self to get that beautiful, um, all-knowing information. Why did she make herself sick? What was that all about? Oh, it, oh, she wasn't taking charge of her life. She was letting her emotions get to her. Oh, okay. So she has baggage from people who passed away that she couldn't just see that those people had transformed into these beautiful angels on the other side, which really in reality, they're right next to you. Every single person you've loved and has transformed into the, back into magnificence on the other side coming out of the body, body that can define, you know, that, that, um, you know, locks you down a little bit. Some people just, just needed that life to get them to the next step. Um, and for that lady, um, so generally what Dolores likes the client to do is you have your se session, the higher self comes in, we release that. The practitioner says, can we release that now? And then the higher self will say, she hasn't learned it yet. She has to learn it first and then it can be released. So sometimes that happens, but generally the higher self loves us. They want us to live our best life. It's, it's, we're here to learn and everything's a learning lesson. So as long as you have that happen to you or something happens to you and you've learned from it, it can never come back. And Dolores said that it's like when you're, you know, you can't be um, elementary kid going into college. So you can't learn something that's too much over your head. You have to be in these little baby steps of life of making sure you learn each thing. And if you didn't learn it, you'll know those things will keep coming back to you. And, and I looked back and I saw that. I looked back and was like, wow, I had lots of incidents that would repeat itself, but I didn't understand that they were lessons. I just didn't understand life like that. And no one to guide me to that. No one to say, nope, those are life lessons. They were just more of like, oh, that's life. Like it's general, <laughs> like it's hell here. And it's, it's not. Earth is, it's, it, you can indulge in hell. Of course, that's on earth, but you don't have to. Earth is beautiful. It's the most magnificent place. It's the most, oh, the trees and the water, the rivers and the ocean and the 
animals. We're so blessed to be able to put our feet in water. We're so blessed to be able to play in the snow and build a snowman. I mean, when you really look at how precious life really is and you have joy and you laugh every day and you only see joy, oh my gosh, your life changes literally for the very best. And that's essentially my goal. That's my driven goal is, is for people to see me live that way and then that they can live that way and i hear it all the time oh if i can do it you can do it you hear that all the time but just like i said before we have high hopes and negative thoughts we go oh that sounds lovely 10 minutes later we're like nope can't do that <laughs> i'm not near as good as she is or i'm not connected to that or whatever the case may be but that's really not really it uh, once you can be aware even of that very moment of that negative coming in, okay, it's going to come in. Law of attraction, right? You've attracted it. It's there. But you can reject it. You can let it float right on by. I'm not going to indulge in that, into that negative thought. Nope. Mm -mm. I'm indulging into positive. You back it right back up with something beautiful. Nope. I am amazing. I am magnificent. I'm successful in whatever it is. I, everyone's like, think of what, what would be perfect for you. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't even know how to think for myself. I really didn't. I just kind of winged it and went into things that didn't make me laugh. I never laughed. I'm pretty sure my first kid was like, when I did start laughing, she was like, wow, why is mom laughing? You know, I remember that moment too. It's like, it took me so long to be able to laugh. I had so many obstacles that were just heavy and just, I didn't even know up or down. But my higher self told me that I wasn't connected or grounded at all and nor connected to the universe. I was literally floating around like, like a little leaf in the wind with no direction, no nothing. <laughs> but after a session, it was absolutely so beautiful. It really did open my eyes. It was my very first session. I had found Dolores just by chance. And um, I just knew that it was time, that that was my shift, that that was my to do. And her first one of the first videos I ever watched of Dolores, it was about joy. It was about happiness, being first in your life. <laughs> and when you do and when you indulge in that and let it be your number one, literally, you live the best you. You are healthy. You are. And then all the rest come. The secure, you are secure. You are worthy. You know, I can go all day long. You're courageous. You're confident. And when you say those beautiful words to yourself and you give yourself good, clean food and good, clean water and don't pollute your body with processed drinks and processed food and those. And if you have to, because you need to eat and get from point A to point B without passing out. Okay. But when you do take it in, you activate even that, that food that has no nourishment, that, that it will give you nourishment, that it will um, build you up. 
you know, get you from A to B so that you won't <laughs> pass out or something crazy like that. Because I've had that happen to me. I'm traveling, I'm doing stuff. And my only option is mm, something that isn't really nutritious or good for my body. I then thank you, think it, think the food, think, you know, and when you do that, it's like the universe is, comes in and, and your angels come in and, and they're like, all right, well, activate your food. And, and when you take it in, your body's going to be nourished. And I think that's really important too, because I never did that either. And I would just pollute my body with just garbage. I just had no idea, but it, it really never helped me. It always, you know, made me tired and sluggish and negative. And, you know, I just never really had a positive mindset, but I, I chose because yeah, sure. You can have a session with a QHHT uh, practitioner, but it's really, it's like a 50, 50. Yeah. You can have that from them. Half of that, but the other half is you. The other half is you saying today's Today, I'm going to make a change for the better. I'm going to laugh. That's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to laugh and I'm going to love it. And the angels, my angels are going to guide me to something that I am going to laugh to, that I just love. Whatever it is, we have so many different likes. So it's hard for me to say, pick this one up. Or, you know, I always say animals or babies. We always default to those kind of things for laughter. But, you know, it's affirmations. It's telling yourself every day because we're so good at telling ourselves negative affirmations. Let's reverse it and just good affirmations. You know, you are amazing. You are marvelous. You are magnetic to good energy. You know, you could go on all day with all the good affirmations you your mind really. Once you just think of a couple, oh, it doesn't take much to just pour them out and just say that to yourself every day. See, we're pure energy. Our body responds very well to the positive. And it's just really important to do self-healing on yourself. So you would listen to your recording because your recording's like a dream. Sure, you'll remember bits and pieces and wow, that was magnificent, but sometimes we can't break it down even into words. So when we do hear it, we're, our minds go right back to that moment. You can literally listen to it and close your eyes and feel that very moment. Oh, okay. Because see, we've lived multiple lives. Not all of us. I have ran into a few people that were brand new souls, brand new first living. I, I, I didn't even know it was possible. I, I honestly thought we were all old souls, but whew, I, 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 I met someone and did a session and I was blown away that literally she was brand new. She just had no idea how to live, which she had some struggles, but she got through them after a session. And now literally... She's living the best her she can live. And I love that. But going back to self-care, it's essential, you know, exercising the mind and exercising the body are so important. Even if it's a light exercise every single day, start your morning out great. Um, you know, be, be successful in your mind. And um, when you do that and you have a good mindset, and you have a good structure to your day. And it's not a structure as, 
oh, I have to do it like this. It's a structure as you create it. What is perfect for you? What is perfect for you? That's always what I say. We all have different schedules. We all have different lifestyles. Some of us live in the city. Some of us live in the country. I mean, wherever we live, we can perform this um, self-healing on ourselves, you know. And, and if you did have a session with someone, you would have that recording. You'd listen to it. And then you would talk to your angels more. And that's maybe even talking to yourself. I mean, for some people, it's talking to yourself. Um but believe that your angels are there. That's why you have them. They are there, essentially. You have a guidance system and your higher self, and you can connect to any of that so easily. We are, we are that amazing. And listen to good things. Stop letting social media dictate your life. Stop letting the news dictate your life. I wash my hands of all that stuff. You know, I'm not going to let that pour into my consciousness because it's like I'm taking a stand in my own life. I am successful. And just by saying I am, you've, you've made it solid in your life. I am whatever it is. Just like I said, successful. Um, I am wealthy. I am happy. I mean, it makes it like it's a deal. This is it. Um, and when you do that, then your belief system changes because Dolores always said we have a belief system in us, which makes sense. There's people who are diehard religious and I don't doubt, doubt that. I, I think it's fine. If that's what you choose for this lifetime, I believe that is fine. So like I said earlier, we live multiple lives. Sometimes with that, we also die horrific ways. We have to be everything. We have to do everything. Got to die every which way. Your higher self won't show you a past life that would scare you. So don't ever feel that. Even though I'm telling you all these things, it's your higher self loves you so much that it's going to show you a past life that was gentle, that was beautiful. But for instance, like I read, uh, Dolores Cannon has 19 books. And as a practitioner, I've read almost all 19 working my way because they're quite big. And, you know, I like to think about them. I like to see maybe, you know, if I've had any of those experiences. But with that, she had a young lady who, um, and I love this one. So this one book was amazing. Her Shami. It was that bomb in, I think, I'm not sure what time era it was, obviously before I, <laughs> I was born, but um, she had nightmares that she was in a plane and that it blew up. And um, she uh, didn't understand that because she was a young girl and she, she was 19 and she uh, she just didn't, didn't understand where these nightmares were coming from. She never watched anything like that. She never indulged in anything like that. And um, and as she ends up going to this um, recruiting place to be in the Navy or something like that, and Dolores happens to be there. <laughs> so I can't even imagine how cool that must have felt. Um, law of attraction, just how neat 
by going there and finding someone like Dolores in the room and her telling one person, person, she was like, yeah, I had these crazy dreams. She didn't really want to tell too many people. So she was this one person. This one person said, oh, you need to talk to Dolores because I'm pretty sure she's involved with something that could clear that up for you. And so she does, she goes and talks to Dolores and she's a young lady, very nicely dressed, um, trying to get into the Navy. I'm pretty sure because Dolores's husband was in it, uh, in the Navy and all of that. And they were at this ball party. And, um, so Dolores talks to her and says, Oh, great. I'm staying at this hotel. Come and see me tonight. I love Dolores for this. Me, I tend to get tired in the evening. So it's kind of hard sometimes for me to say, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. But she was such a diehard. She was like, I don't care if it's eight o'clock at night, we're doing a session because generally what the practitioner goes through is we interview the person to get to know them a little bit. So we understand what's going on in their lives, um, what's affecting them and whatnot. So she does the interview and that could take up to, it just depends, four hours just talking um and then does the session guess what in her last life she was in a plane and it crashed and so she died that way so dolores as they get to the higher self it was like the girl was prepared for it so it wasn't like the higher self just showed her it out of the blue to like scare her it was never like that it was like oh you're not going to be able to move forward until we release this energy because the soul lives these lives and sometimes karma comes in and says, oh, and that's the personality. I always believe, oh, I didn't want to do that. That's what we say as soon as we pass away. Oh, I didn't want to do that. I got to go back and fix it. So guess what? That energy gets stuck. And then we come back and we come back with a new plan. Guess what? That energy is still hanging out. It never got cleared away. That's why I love QHHT because Dolores got to the higher self and said, what was that all about? Why is she having these dreams? Why is she, why does she have this energy that's just stuck there in the higher self? Was, oh yeah. Okay. Well, she was really upset. She, well, he, <laughs> she, she was a he in that last life because the soul can be male or female and it, whenever it wants, it's whatever lesson it, whatever experience it needs in the next life to add to its collection of knowledge. And, oh, she really got hung up. She had a friend on the plane. She didn't want them to die. And well, he, I should, sorry. <laughs> it's like switching back. Um, and they did, and he felt bad. So with that, that energy stuck and went into this next life. And it was like her consciousness, her regular mind, personality, it just got stuck. And so here she is dreaming about it, really getting stuck in life on it. She really just would wake up and just didn't know what to do. She couldn't even move forward in life. And then after Dolores' session with her, she, uh, Dolores is like, just, you know, work on yourself, better yourself, and listen to this every day until you feel you've changed and shifted out of it. But during that session, Dolores asked if that energy can be removed and be set aside, you know, and gone. And usually the higher self will say, yes, yep, it looks like she learned that lesson. Yep, no problem, we can release that right now. 
and um, and then you can ask if the body is essentially in balance and harmony. And I always suggest when I do a, um, a session on someone, I always suggest to them before we go, I take them under is to do a full body scan. That way I know the chakras are balanced from head to toe and that you have no stagnant energy, just stagnant anywhere in your body because it can be held in different parts and we just don't pay attention. So for instance, we could have other little minor back aches or back pains or those kind of things and that's just essentially energy that gets left there that we don't clear away called baggage. Um, and so what I do is I ask the higher self to work on the body and just make sure the body's balanced and in harmony and that they can essentially live the very best life they can live in this life. And with that, our cellular structure listens to it and holds on to it. So our next life, when we come back, we don't have to learn all of it. It's it, karma is cleared away. The vows are cleared away. Um, drama, anger, those things are cleared away. Those are poisonous for the body. Um, we don't really pay attention that those are poisonous to the body, but just be that for even five minutes and it makes you sick. <laughs> so I, I know that, you know, those things, as I'm a human, those things try to come to me, but I, I just let them flow on by. And people really, honestly, their true selves, we're all loving and compassionate people. We really are. We're all wanting the best for ourselves and others. Um, what gets in the way is belief systems and obstacles in everyday life. Some of us live in the middle of cities where it's just everyone's chaotic. They're living this chaos they've created. And, you know, some of us can step back and see it. Um, and some of us just can't. And um, that's why, that's why I'm here because I feel like God, well, the other side, God, however you want to explain that, that's the all-knowing, the beautiful higher self-consciousness. I was like, you need to come back and be a light worker. But at first, I didn't understand that. <laughs> I just had no clue. I, I always deep down inside knew something was set amazing for me. And I've had some really incredible past lives. Um, I talked a little bit about a couple of them on Friday last week, just I had one that was significant and you don't really know what past life you're going to go into um, unless, like for instance, this last one, this girl, she was in a plane crash, whatnot. The practitioner can say, because Dolores has worked with thousands, tens of thousands of people and she's worked with people who've been abducted by UFOs and whatnot. So she would have to take them back um, and they wouldn't know any of this. They would just say, hey, I had a time lapse. I have no idea what happened when you find out and going under. The practitioner can say, let's take you back to May 4th, 1978 on Tuesday when you were getting ready to go to work at six in the morning or whatever then you can go back to that point. But generally, this um, QHHT is just very gentle and very much all about the person under. 
all the practitioner should ever do is just ask you how you feel and what's happening right now and release any baggage. I mean, generally, that's all we're saying. Um, mostly, it's going to be the person going through it, the person feeling it, the person healing themselves. <sighs> we're amazing. We can essentially do it ourselves. That's why I chose the topic today, health, self-healing. We, it goes right to Reiki. Reiki is our born given right. Um, you know, and it's essentially clearing the chakras out, clearing the baggage out. Um, you know, Jesus did that. If you look back and, and looked at his work, he essentially did that. And he did come. And really, he wasn't meant to be this, you know, he was more meant to just show us what we are capable of doing. It's like our little guide of for the it was what we needed our guide to the next step to show us that we can heal ourselves we just carried this doubt we just carry judgment you know you could go down the line with all the negative words the baggage the heaviness and we just carry it around and then guess what we bring it all over into the next life and we just carry it around and so for life after life. And guess what? The higher self says, oh, okay, if you want to do that, then go ahead. You can, because the higher self loves you no matter what they think. Well, it it's like, oh, if you must need to learn that. Oh, you might, you know, I've had a few people on here where even they said, oh, I lived a couple of those lives. It made me realize, all right. See, that was exactly my point is that the higher self's going to let you keep coming back. God's going to let you keep coming back and indulging in the exact same thing until you learn it because we have nothing but time. Our souls are eternal. But honestly, I feel like if you could ever even just jump on board and, and really just indulge in self-love, you would feel amazing. Every day you would feel amazing. We're no, in the future, we're no longer going to be looking for doctors and therapists to fix us. We're not going to look to others to fix us. We're going to fix ourselves, essentially. That's my goal. My goal is to be the light worker that possibly even teaches people to help them become aware or just teaches other teachers how, what's, what's your thing? Maybe you might want to be a practitioner for QHHT. Maybe you might want to be a practitioner for Reiki or acupuncture or whatever it is. But essentially, the light worker will be the one people will be guided to because essentially it's all going to be self-healing. Sure, you can come to me. I'm not going to fix you. You're going to fix you. You're just coming to me because I'm a guide that understands the process. And with that, your result is essentially living your very best life. And that's it. Free of pain. Free of sadness. I mean, that's beautiful. If every day you could wake up and tell yourself how magnificent you are and that you just listen to nothing but positive affirmations and focus on a goal that may, maybe might make you more well off than you really are, more comfortable than you really are. I mean, when you indulge in those kind of things, it's beautiful. And, and I love it. And I got this one 
phrase that I really like because, you know, as human, we have to practice just like we practiced beating ourselves up. We can practice building ourselves up. And with doing that, you don't want to put too much on your plate at once. That would be that just becomes very overwhelming. And I've realized it. I've done it. You know, I've tried way too hard to be me, <laughs> to be the best I could be. And instead of just taking baby steps and realizing that there's some baggage I needed to, or layers, it's like, you know, you're an onion or you're avocado and, or not avocado, what was I thinking? Uh, artichoke. That's what I was thinking because I was thinking of the layers and then the middle of the artichoke is your heart. <laughs> or an onion in the middle is the center. And it's like, even if you just say, just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will not be angry. I mean, when you do that and you just give yourself baby steps just for today, because all you are is here and now, right here at this very moment, right here today. I mean, that's all you can do. That's literally... It, it eases your mind, I almost feel like. It eases it because you don't put this giant, um, unrealistic goal of like, oh, I'm going to say I'm never going to worry again and just stick with it. And it's, sometimes it's hard, you know. It, it, we're human. We just, it's 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 free will here. And and that's <laughs> that's the tricky part. It's free will. And it's when you choose that free will to work for you in the positive by saying these, these affirmations and really just believing them. Because it does come down to your belief system. Believe that you have your angels and guidance system. And the guidance system is your higher self, your angels, the people who've passed away in your life who love you dearly. They absolutely love you beyond words. You could never... If you knew how much the other side loves you, you would cry so hard with joy, period. It would feel so magnificent. And that's how you should love yourself with such magnificence. Like you are a master of yourself. You are a master. You wouldn't even be here. You wouldn't even be on earth if you couldn't do it. You know, the earth needs all of us. We're all beautiful. It's a great time to be alive. It's, you know, we we literally need to just appreciate being alive and, um, and just appreciate it. No matter where we live, find the appreciation in everything. I mean, you can come outside and I guarantee you there's well, now it's winter almost. It's like in there, it's October. So there's things, you know, I, I love flowers. They're my favorite. And I used to always tell people, stop and smell the roses, literally. And that's what life's about. Don't just wake up and be on autopilot and just do your normal everyday routine. Find some goodness in there. Find some loving goodness in there. Even if it is connecting with nature, hear the birds singing see what birds they are um you know look at the trees and really see the beauty in each one they're all alive obviously they have to be alive and talk to them trees love it they're like wow 
the universe, you know, I mean, they look at us like, oh my gosh, this is a master of the universe is going to connect to me. Whoa. Yeah, it is beautiful. Oh, that's so great. I love that. That's it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's, yeah, I, I just feel like the negative energy and the bad energy is just from projecting ourselves against someone, judging ourselves, or we're impasse and we absorb other people's emotions. That's really all it is. And we're human and it's free will. And we're on planet Earth. It's the yin and the yang, the good and the bad. That is why our symbol is the yin and yang for this planet, see? Because we get to indulge in both sides. Um, and we get to experience it. What do you want to experience? Do you want the darkness? Because it's very much there. But guess what? Darkness is ignorant. The beautiful white light is brilliant. It's magnificent. It heals. It knows. It loves. Oh, it just radiates through your whole body when you have light. You can walk into a dark room and just fill it up with light. And people feel that vibration. They feel your vibration when you walk in there and you are just beaming the head to toe like that. You know, because we are connected by vibration first. Someone across the room may not even know you, but they feel your vibration when you lead that way. And, and when you understand that negative is just that, hey, you don't know what people have been through. Some people have indulged in pretty heavy things, and that just then becomes baggage, then becomes dark energy, then becomes bad thoughts that, you know, it's just a trickle down. And, and sometimes people don't know how to get out of it, but guess what? It's always possible. We're all, we're all magnificent. It's possible for anyone to rise above. I see it a lot, especially for someone who's had, I actually um, heard a story about this one kid. He lived in Florida and his parents passed away and he was all by himself and he was a teenager and um, he didn't know how to make the mortgage payment. He didn't know how to pay bills. He just did a little rinketing job. It didn't pay for anything. And he had no, it was like all of his roads were burnt. You know, they were all the end of the road for him. Guess what? I believe his higher self came in. His parents came in on the other side and gave him the guidance, gave him the idea. He actually started, he just bought one case of water and he started from that moment on selling water for half the price to people who would need it, who are on the streets. And then before he knew it, he was a multimillionaire by constantly spreading that, constantly putting his information out on the news. And before he knew it, he literally is a multimillionaire, still doing it to this day, helping the people who are on the streets of Florida, who just don't have proper water and proper um, living conditions. And I just thought, wow, if you really realize that you have this magnificent team on the other side. You can walk the earth like a brilliant archangel. Like you hear like Archangel Michael. It's like you can literally become this brilliant, ever flowing, beautiful white light, non 
judgmental. You wouldn't judge anyone. You would give them the utmost respect as you would give a bum for a, a wealthy person. You would treat them absolutely, absolutely equal. And, you know, I don't know. I just love that stuff. I love the fact that you, once you stop judging yourself, you generally stop judging others and comparing. There's too much of that. We need to stop that because we're nothing alike. Oh yeah, we're human alike, but that's all we got going for ourselves. Or we're man and woman or we're whatever. Um, and there's some of us that can find someone else who is relatable, but generally your significant other is generally pretty opposite than you, which reflects your brilliantness. Um, I just, in this last couple of years, I've literally been working on myself, literally been, <laughs> I don't know, um, just connecting to myself. If I if I have anything wrong with me, if I, um, for instance, have a, a, a kink in my neck, I instantly go, "Ooh, a pain in my neck!" Literally, a pain in my neck. Who is a pain in my neck? So when I do that, I just keep letting the higher self come through and really really connect and trust that they're giving me an answer. Oh, I was like, oh, what what could it be? And and it was literally me. I was being a pain in the neck to myself. It literally was. I I I at first thought it was someone else. I was like, who is being a pain to me? Who do I need to get out of my life? And it wasn't that at all. It was me being frustrated with my own self because it was like I almost get to the point and it's a learning process and we're human and, and we fall back. It's like two steps forward, one step back. <laughs> that happens. And I just love this technique because no matter what, it gets me right back on, on track. I end up meeting someone who really just wants to essentially live the best they can live and they're not and they're sad. And they're trying to find something that they, you know, I talked to someone and, and they've been to therapists and they've been to all sorts of retreats and rehabs and things like that. And then they come to me once, literally once, and they do a session and they literally live the very best they can. <laughs> I just, when I do a session, I am very compassionate. I'm very loving and I radiate that out. I know I do. And I, the people feel it and they feel safe. And then they really tell me things that really have been bugging them and they get it out. And then when we do the session and we get some healing in there with the higher self and releasing those emotions and the baggage and, and the negative thoughts, um, because those will come, but you just have to practice at being positive. That's what I think. It's like we forever practice negative judgment, <laughs> not caring about ourselves, going to others to fix us. No one can fix us. Only we can fix us. And you know, when you connect with your heart, you'll find what's, and you start practicing these good things. And like I said at the very beginning, find something that makes you laugh and not just a little giggle, he, he, ha, ha, like really find something that makes you laugh where you finish and you are like filled 
with this beautiful like joy in every cell of your body and you feel so amazing. You are like ready to make someone else laugh or show someone else the video to make them laugh. I think that right there, when you start out that way, your mindset's fresh. It's it's great. It's happy. It, it's definitely not sad or mad or angry or judgmental or any of that. Um, and I know it's easier said than done, but it just takes a little practice. That's it. And that's why I was saying you could say the affirmation affirmations of just for today, because it does get to be a lot for some of us to, to not have like, um, you know, a limit, you know, like, okay, just for today. I mean, before it would be like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to do this, but realistically we'd go a few days in and sometimes fall back. So the whole two steps forward, one step back. So you could really help yourself so you don't go back by one foot um, or one step by just saying just for today. That really helps. And just practice a little each day, self-care, um, self-love, and really take care of yourself mentally and physically. And when you do that, you then become your highest self, your best self, um, what you were really meant to do here in this life. Um, because generally where you live, if you feel connected and you feel like a light person, it's because the people around you need you. They need to see you as their example. They may not say that, but they may glance at you and say, oh, I like the way she is. I like the way she lives. And so that is wonderful. That gives them a seed in their mind of maybe they can be the same way. You know, so that's that was the other thing I was going to say. My aunt lives in the middle of a city in Florida, and it's just city. And she's like, why do I live here? And, you know, and she can't she just feels very bogged down. Well, I did a session. I had a session done on myself. And I asked about her because you can do that for someone you love. You could do it for a small child. Like I was saying earlier, you can't do a session on someone 18 and younger. I don't suggest it because life is beautiful. You want their life to unfold beautifully on its own. I feel like this isn't a toy, Q-H-H-T. I feel like you shouldn't toy around with this. This is very all-knowing, very beautiful. You don't want to put anything in their minds to change their path basically like you need to let a kid be a kid and that was dolores's biggest thing anyway but uh she had some issues and um she's middle age just the sweetest lady ever very kind give her shirt to takes her you know the whole give to anyone it doesn't matter who you are very loving that is just my aunt she's just that type of person well <laughs> i never understood any of this this is all in the beginning um, it's just a few stories I'd like to share with you guys. But um, so I went under, asked about my aunt and the higher self said, oh, she's a good example where she lives because she lives the best her and um, the higher. And then my friend who was the practitioner in this one, she said, well, she does have some health issues. Do you see that? And the higher self said, oh, yeah, her vibrations off. Her chakras are blocked. So she had, uh, she, because essentially we're uh, energy. Oh, yeah. Jeez. 
uh, we're energy, we're pure energy, and we're vibration. And if those aren't aligned and those aren't balanced, you are going to be off. So um, I asked for some self-healing for her. And um, they said, sure, and they gave some suggestions for her. But she had to hear the recording. She was going to need the recording to get the self-healing. She was going to literally need to listen to it. So they balanced it. They said what she needed to focus on. But essentially, she was example of life for others who struggled to find that. She was a very caring person. She gave to just anybody, who whoever needed anything. Didn't it matter? It just didn't matter. She was just, she is that type of person. And that's what she needed to do. And I feel so thankful for us light workers out there. You're a light worker without even realizing you're a light worker. You radiate this beautiful white light energy that goes out into the world that others see and they go, oh, I like her or I like him. I like his vibration. It, it, me, I can say vibration, but some people don't even know how to say that. They're just like, oh, I like him. Oh, I like the way he lives, you know, and that's all it takes. Literally, that is planting a seed in them and their higher self-consciousness of saying you want better for yourself. There is better for you. There's better for every single one of us. We don't have to live in poverty. We don't have to live like we don't have enough. And if, even if you have the belief system to, to think, oh, I, I, I think having a whole bunch of money isn't necessary, or I think all my wants aren't necessary, or all my needs aren't necessary, but it's okay. I think it's the way we hold that because essentially when we have these things, we do essentially live our best life. We're healthy. We care about ourselves. We have a balanced life. We can balance our chakras easily. We can heal ourselves. Like I said, that's that we don't search for the doctor. We don't search for the therapist. We don't even know them. And, and they usually want to prescribe us stuff. When, why would we even take a pill or why would we do any of that when really we're so amazing we can fix ourselves we can heal ourselves you see people change their lives all the time there's people who have like i said that dramatic change for that boy he changed his life he had a guidance well we all have a guidance system but he had he listened to it he followed it we all have it it's and we're intuitive and um just listen to your gut. You know, that's why we have it. We have this, we have a beautiful system in us. <laughs> Essentially, we hold the universe in us. And I love, I love my name for that, open to the universe, because I was like, I came out of class and I'm like, oh gosh, what's my name going to be? Went to bed and just said, angels, will you tell me what my name will be? And, and that'll, that, that'll be it. I'll know it's true if you tell me. <laughs> went to bed, woke up, and I woke up at like, I don't know, 4.30 in the morning. And I thought, I woke up and I, I didn't have a name. I, there was nothing there. It was just like, I just woke up and I was like, huh. I was like, all right. Well, and this is a while ago because I took my, a couple of years ago, you know, I took schooling and whatnot and had to practice. And so I, I uh, just really haven't put my information out there. But 
the, that morning fell back asleep, woke back up and I said, open to the universe, just like that. But I realized why I chose that because it's time now that we open to the universe because essentially we hold the universe. We are more than being human on this earth. We came here to this earth for a reason to help humanity evolve, to help us evolve, all of us, ourselves and others. And eventually in the future, you won't even, Dolores even says this, you, if you don't fix it now, right now, in the great awakening, and you don't fix your karma and your drama and these hiccups that got left in our, well, they say the cycle of karma. If we don't fix that and, and become basically our true selves, we won't be coming back to earth to fix it. We'll be going back to a lower vibrational planet to fix it. And what better time to open yourself to the universe, open yourself to finding a practitioner for QHHT saying, okay, maybe I don't have the money right now, but I'm going to have the money. I will have a session. It will be beautiful. If you want a session, it's just, it's magnificent, life-changing. Um, Cause it's like, what's your story? I always look at that. It's like, what's your timeline say for you? How magnificent were your lives that you can take bits and pieces from there and bring them into this current life and literally be the best you can be. Doesn't that sound amazing that you could essentially be the best you could be? I mean, that feels good. It feels amazing. Um, I enjoy it. I have been doing it. And uh, like I said earlier, I kind of cut myself off. I So I went into a session for me. And when I went into it, I was a kid. And then it would take me, the practitioner would take me through that life, important days. Before I knew it, I was a royal Egyptian, which I did not really realize that at first, but these emotions that you get. Um, and even when I was saying it, I had this scaredness about me because being a royal Egyptian, it sounded like I walked on eggshells. I didn't live my true self. I lived a life they wanted me to live. I didn't get to um, help others or do better for myself. It was literally sacrifices, taking people's lives, um, making the Hebrews be my slaves. I, I, it's amazing, but I take that life and I take bits and pieces from it. So royal. So then I take um, being confident. I take being courageous. It took a lot of guts and courageousness for me to not take my life and get out of there. Instead, I, I wanted to live. I had this weird, I want to live and I'll do whatever it takes. Okay. You want me to be um, someone who, uh, you know, sacrifices people. Okay. I'll do it so that I can live because you know what my reward was for that? <laughs> Bizarre because the practitioner had asked that part. I thought that was funny. She's like, well, what do you get if you sacrifice? And I said, luxuries. I get bathed. They feed me grapes. When I said they feed me grapes, I saw myself 
in this tub. Everything was gold for the Egyptians. And I saw it. I saw the gold. I saw the girl off to the side fanning me because it was hot because Egypt's hot, I guess. I've never been there. Don't have a desire to go there, but it, it doesn't mean it's magnificent. I mean, not magnificent. It's probably a magnificent place to go to, but me, <laughs> I have no um, desire to go there and that's okay. But um, I saw that and then I thought, wow, that, that was it. I am going to sacrifice so that I can get luxuries. I thought, Ooh, that's crazy. But I took parts of that life instead of really judging it and really being hard on myself because, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. You don't deserve it. You know, and I tell myself that all the time because I don't deserve it. Well, we, none of us do. We don't need to be hard on ourselves. We're amazing. And, um, yeah, that kind of blew my mind, but we went through that whole life. We even went to the death scene and I died peacefully in the bed. Um, I don't know about peacefully because, um, as I was dying, I could see everything. I can see both sides. So I realize as we die, we see both sides and maybe we don't, maybe we have heaviness and we just don't, but I did for that life. I could see all the light. I can see all the people that I sacrificed. And then I could see all the people that were waiting for me to die so that they can move um, up in royalty because that's how the Egyptians did it. So if the parents left, then the kids became, um, you know, second up type of deal. Then they were able to be in control and lead. And so I had a son and a daughter. The daughter cared about me, but the son, he was in the back of the room. He was waiting for me to go because he would then be in control. He was the firstborn of my de of my kids, and uh, it's weird. I decided that. And um, I, she said, "How do you feel?" And I said, "I'm scared because I don't want to die." Cause I didn't know, you know, you just, you just, you go through these lives and you really feel like they're so real. And she's like, okay. And she's and I, I said that. And then I said, I'm scared of them. They're waiting for me to die so they can take me away. Cause my mind had what I just learned as an Egyptian is like, Oh, there's an afterlife. You could either live in hell or you can live in like a heavenly afterlife. You know, I had to do some research to figure out that I knew nothing about Egyptians in my now, now present life. Um, and uh, I was scared. I didn't know what they were going to do to me. And I said that. And that energy held on because in this life, I saw myself walking on eggshells. I saw myself as a people pleaser. And I, you know, it's not always a good thing. It really isn't. You don't live your best you when you do that, but you don't always notice you doing that. That's why I love QHHG because it can bring those things out for you to pay attention to. Then you become aware. Um, but what I thought was so beautiful is when I went through, so she says, okay, let's go through the actual scene and you're, you're passing away now and you're on the other side. And as they say that, <laughs> I literally lifted out of my body and was like, <sighs> and then I was like, oh, that was simple. Whoa, that was easy and easy, like as easy as it ever could be. Like so simple, like walking into a whole nother room, like going from the kitchen to the bedroom, simple. And then 
I started to cry, but it was no little cry. It was like this joyous, um, beautiful cry. And she's like, what's wrong? And I said, everyone is here and they forgive me. And she's like, everyone. And I said, well, all the people I sacrificed, they stayed to forgive me. They literally are hugging me and saying it's okay and loving me. And, and they showered me with this beautiful, like golden white light. I cannot even explain how marvelous and how spectacular this beautiful white light was. And it was like, oh, it was crystally and, and golden and just beautiful and and showered me of forgiveness and just that love that I could only have wished for. And I felt it and it was beautiful. And then there was some healing there. And honestly, from that moment on, I never lived, I never looked back basically. Like I stopped walking on eggshells. I kind of took a stand. Well, this is me. I took a stand. I started to learn um, QHHT. I just wanted a session at the very beginning. And then before I know it, now I'm a level two practitioner. <laughs> it was like, I took a stand for myself and said, you know what? I'm not looking back, nor am I walking on eggshells for anyone because I love me <laughs> and I love humanity. I love the fact that people can come to me and they never have to see me again ever, but they get to live their best life. And just knowing that gives me such joy and such peace and such serenity that then I know it's just perfect. It's perfect. And that how amazing we really are, that you can be the very best you, maybe by having one session or even listening to Dolores or even listening to me and applying these few little things to your life and practicing uh, self-love and self-healing and see where it takes you and, and not forcing anything. Like um, you wouldn't want to get in a canoe and go up a roaring river. You'd rather go in a canoe and go down a soft streamed river and let it flow. And I think that's you know, you, you got to look at things like that. It's like, okay, is this obstacle? Is this being difficult for me? And maybe I don't need to do it. What, you know, once you, once you like step back and let it just flow, things will come to you that maybe you'll want to do that helps human humanity, or um, maybe you're not a light worker. Maybe you are. I feel like all of us are light workers in some way. We we show others how to live their best life. There's other people who are, um, you know, not light workers, and they're like my aunt. <laughs> she just works at a cable company, but she is essentially a light worker as far as living the best she can live. She's kind to other people. Maybe that's all you do in your life is you're just kind to people. You just live the very best you can live and, and you're kind to people and it doesn't matter who they are. It could be someone who's wealthy or it can be someone who has nothing and, and you treat them just as equal. And when you do that, that's going to feel good in your own self, your own being. And, um, but anyway, here I am rambling on. I, uh, 
really just wanted to focus on self-healing and let you know how amazing and how powerful you are. Because um, each and every one of us are amazing. It's the great awakening right now. And it's a great time to be alive. And it's a great time to self-love yourself, self give yourself self-healing. It's a great time. What better time than now? Um, and, and just knowing that goodness is coming for us, greatness is coming for us. And when you do that, it can be nothing else but great. It's the law of attraction. What you put out comes back. So if, it's, if you put out good, good's going to come back to you. Definitely. It has to. It's the law of attraction. It's the law. <laughs> it's the law of the universe. There could be a, no other way. Um, and I love that. So I have um, a session to do today here in a little while, but I still have some time. I was just, um, yeah. And you know, another one I was going to explain is Dolores's daughter, Julia. So Dolores, when she first started, she really didn't have anyone to practice on. She had occasional people that she would, um, that would come to her because she was, this was the very beginning. And the time she was doing this, you're not even going to believe it, late 80s. So you can only imagine in the late 80s how um, aware we were. We really were not aware. We very much were like little ants just doing our normal every day. And then all of a sudden, our DNA starts to get activated from the other side. And then we become more aware. But not everyone at once can't do that because that would really be weird. <laughs> now I feel like it's more than ever. But um, Dolores saw that. And Dolores would get those people and they would come to her. Um, but mostly she just had her daughter, um, Julia. And Julia Cannon is amazing too. She actually can speak to the higher self very easily as well. I, I feel like I can too. I feel like you can once you um, have a session because it unlocks it for you basically. And you then meet your angels. You then see the other side. You see the universe, period. You do. I saw it so many times. Like I was just there. I never saw my body there, but I saw my consciousness there, my energy there. And I, I was like, wow. Whoa, like I saw the earth from a distance. Um, and that's magnificent. But anyway, Ju Julia, she created a book that's called Soul Speak, The Language of Your Body. So generally, if you do have any issues in the body, um, if you have a lot of illness, it's because you're not lis listening to the body or listening to your angels. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically like, stop looking for someone to fix you. You have all the answers. So I love that. And um, she has a book and it's Soul Speak. So if you can ever get the book, get it. It's worth it because it will definitely help you understand your session if you do go have a session with QHHT. And if you do choose someone who is a level one, just be aware that they're practicing. Um even though t level two and level three, they're practicing as well, but um, level one is really practicing. <laughs> like they probably only have done like 
five people, maybe seven, I think was the, the amount you had to have under your belt to even become level one. Um, and generally it's their family or friends, which doesn't mean anything because literally we're all different, but they don't do it properly because then when it's your family or friends, you kind of do shortcuts. I've noticed you just really learn the fundamentals of QHHD um, and becoming level two, you learn the, you learn more, you learn how to perform it. You learn how to um, get through obstacles, you know, cause we all have them. So when people go under, they're so nervous. They, they just have no clue. They think, oh, I have to perform because that's how I've done it my whole life. I have to perform. I have to perform. That's really not the case. It's activating the cellular structure, the memories. Um, and that's all it is. It's very gentle. Everyone can go under. So no matter what, there's not one person who could say, no, I can't go under. No, they can go under. <laughs> it's just their ego that doesn't want them to go under, which is your conscious mind, which Again, you have to love that side of you. You can't hide any side of you. That's the one thing I realized is that you can't, you can't um, like throw the ego away because the ego is amazing. It's like your guard dog of the body. It loves you so much. It wants to keep you alive. It wants to make sure you have food and shelter and the best of everything. And, um, it's blending the ego and appreciating the ego with the higher self and just blending the two. Hey, we have to have the ego to exist on this planet too. And, and we also have to have the higher self to exist. So if we make a beautiful, harmonious connection and flow of the ego and the higher self, which is the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, when we blend those beautifully, by appreciating both, you know, and you can say it out loud. You can say ego, hmm, no, I love you and, and, and appreciate the ego and know that the ego is just as welcomed as the subconscious mind. I feel that you would have a more balanced life too as well. Cause I feel like we try to shut that down. The ego, I'll get a lot of people that say, oh, my ego, I just need to know how to get rid of it. And that's that's not the case. You don't really want to do that because that's what makes us beautiful is our ego. We're all different. So you just basically need to understand who you are and how your blend is with the ego, with all sorts of stuff. And you know what Dolores has always taught me is that fear is an illusion. I want to say that. And fear is the strongest emotion. You have trust issues, um, which meaning you can't trust the universe. You can't trust yourself. Um, it gets in the way for sure. Um, yeah, fear can do a lot, but, but really we have to look at fear as entertainment purposes only. Um, the only thing that is ever going to be real and you have to truly believe this is love. Love is the real 100%. If we have love, we're set. If we don't, it's, 
it's just like I said, fear comes in and it's the strongest one. And then we doubt everything. We doubt ourselves, which is, you know, you, you, some people have already been through it and it's, it's, it's exhausting. You hear people say, oh, I'm so exhausted. It's because they've been fighting themselves, fighting themselves back and forth. And, and, and it's a cycle of that. And that's exhausting. Yep. But anyone can receive a message. You just have to ask. It's like the whole ask you shall receive, knock the door shall open. It's the same concepts. It's like concepts they made sure we had so that we understood, yes, we have free will. So yes, we can live negatively. Yes, we can live with an attitude and not care about ourselves. But guess what? Yes, we can live abundantly. Yes, we can love ourselves. Yes, we can put ourselves first. Um, but, but if you don't talk to yourself already, start talking to yourself. Give yourself practice like that. Tell yourself how much you love yourself. Tell yourself you're doing a good job today. Believe it. Believe in yourself. Um, I think that we judge ourselves so much that we don't believe in ourselves. We have doubt and we let that doubt be more active than the belief that we are amazing. We are magnificent. Um, I, th I think that if we practice saying that we are magnificent every day, we will turn, we will be magnificent. We will live every day magnificently. I mean, all you have to do is practice. It's what do you want in your life? You know, what do you want for self-healing? Do you have any issues? If you do have any issues, that's okay. If you can't find a practitioner, you, you literally could ask the higher self to help you. And that's being quiet and meditating and caring for yourself and changing your lifestyle. That's what it comes down to. It's not just changing your diet. It's changing your lifestyle. It's the lifestyle that would be the best for you. If you live in the city and commotion and that's okay, do things that would help you be the best you can. That way you can survive in a, um, an environment like this and, and see the beauty in the environment like this. Maybe you are the light worker. Maybe you are light for that chaotic, chaotic place and you're light because all they see is dark and they need a beaming light to walk around and say, oh, oh, I love the way she is. I love it. I don't know why I love it, but I do. And that's because your vibration is going into them. That light is going into them. And it's like you're this angel that walks around with this beautiful, pristine light. And it absorbs into every single person. And those people will turn around and walk past you. They'll turn around and say, oh. I felt her. Oh, I felt, what? What? What is that all about? You, I, I like that person. And you don't know who that person was. They just walked right past you. It's because they are this beautiful energy that you needed in that little bit of spike place. Or maybe you're the energy that the, those people need so that, that they can essentially go, I like the way she lives. And then things change because they'll focus on that and they'll focus to maybe a better life for them. Maybe it is someone on the street that just has given up everything because maybe they lost everyone that they ever loved, that they ever respected, that they, you know, and they just 
And because we put ourselves essentially in those places um, of darkness, of drugs, of alcohol, of whatever it is that could be dark. Um, and sometimes, sometimes for their sake, that was just the experience that they needed in that life. And you have to look at it like that. Like I had a friend who's a dear friend and she died at 31. I actually have a couple, two different scenarios. One that was a friend and one was a cousin. They both were 31 and they died two, day, two days apart from each other, two different states, and they were uh, connected to me two different ways. So I thought that was interesting. One was a friend, one was a cousin. One was here near me and the other one was across country. The one girl just kind of always had a bad deck of cards in her whole life. She had obstacles, a mom who was alcoholic, drug driven, um, and a dad who had a whole nother family who had all whole nother set of kids and um, all of that. And she just really had no hope. She had no brightness in her life. Well, my sister was her friend and that was probably her only like true connection to anyone who cared about her. And my family was already broken. I had a broken family, of course, and we just barely made it through. Um, as far as emotionally, mentally, we just had nothing. Um, but we took her in every so often the best we could because she again was troubled and she always run away and that whole scene. There was just no goodness coming her way. And I don't know that it would have ever came her way. So I look at that life as, okay, that was, that was her life because it needed to happen that way. And it happened that way. And it was the experience she needed in that life. So that way, when she came back, she could then say, I don't need to, like, need to learn that anymore. I can actually come back and live the very best life I can or find a light worker that will help me lift that energy off. So anyway, she passed away of overdose of heroin. And, um, you know, that's always sad. As we are human, we're going to see those kind of things. That's going to be a sad, um, like if you brought something like that up, we have the emotion of sad because it's like, oh, she was just a young girl and she, you know, just had all those little, she had kids and that whole scene because that's always what happens. You have, you see that happening anyway. So I had a cousin, the same, the same concept. She, well, a little different, but she was an alcoholic and they told her, Hey, if you keep drinking this way, your liver's going to give out on you. You are done. In those moments, me as a family member, I, I always would say, come on, I don't, I don't really believe in anything. All I believe is that, well, I kind of believed a little bit in God, but I never saw really God work for me. You know, some people are like, oh, whatever, pray, 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 pray. And I always hoped that she would do better, but I could see her and I saw her as, oh, I don't think so. So I would have that contradiction, you know, I would contradict it as, oh yeah, I would think she could get better, but I would contradict it. I was like, no, she's not going to get better. Like she's still would like go out and drink and she wouldn't just drink a little. It would be like, she would go get a whole fifth and drink it at once. So it was that kind of a sadness. But now that she's gone, 
And now that I've learned as much as I've learned, I've realized that they're just right here next to me. And every time I think of her, she wanted me to tell her story to you guys. And the same with my other girls. She wanted me to tell you her story because they're very much alive right there. And I'm very much connected because I believe they're right there and they won't leave me. And I talk to myself and it's not even really talking to myself. I know I'm talking to them. I know I'm talking to my angels when I talk. And, um, but I know that that was the life they needed to have to get to the next stepping stone in their other life. You know, like right now they're on the other side very much, um, very much getting schooling to on the other side to see what they maybe need to learn the next time, see what they did in this life that could have been learned better. I'm not sure exactly all of those, you know, but I trust and believe that they are in a school. Dolores has said it in lots of her, that there's school on the other side, there's school on the planet earth. And that's essentially what our souls do anyways. We're constantly learning. Um, and to take their life as an example, as we live multiple lives, sometimes some of our lives are absolutely beautiful and sometimes they're very much that way. And so I think um, not dwelling is what I was really trying to think of is like not dwelling on their, you know, the way they died, not dwelling that they did die that way. You know, they both left kids. Um, at first I was devastated, like, oh, how could this be? But, but I realized, wow, what a blessing for those families. Now they don't have to worry about them because you don't realize the burden that got put on the families, both sides. It was like the burden that got put on the kids. The kids had to watch their parents slowly go. And um, now that they're gone, it's like now those kids get to um, move forward, you know, and not even just that. It's like the burden is not going to be there for those people as far as worrying about where they're at, worrying about it's almost like a different worry, too. But for me, it's different. I, I realized I have a different aspect doing QHHT, practicing it, and having a session. I've probably had six sessions done on myself, which really have opened me up um, to the universe, knowing that there's more than just us being human on this planet Earth, um, knowing that there's more universes out there than just our, just this universe. Um, and uh I don't know. I just, I love all that. And I have a sense of excitement because I, even my, my grandparents, you know, obviously we're not going to have grandparents live affinity. They're going to die. We're all going to obviously out of this body that we're in, but our souls are not going to die. They're very much alive and they're very much amazing. Like we are amazing. And this is just an experience life is. And, and once you do that and you change that role around and you change your, you know, you're not this body, but you're living an experience in the body. When we change that, that perspective 
um, it changes our life. And, and maybe it may not change in one day, but maybe it'll change in a year. Maybe it'll take, you know, six months for someone. We're all different. So some people bounce back immediately. Some people, it may take them a little bit of time. Um, yeah, but life is a test. Believe in yourself. And when you speak to your body, speak to it lovingly because your body is a cellular structure and it is very much listening to you. And that's where the affirmations come in. And that's where the laughter comes in. Start your day positive, find good things for you, whatever it may be. But I always say the number one thing, if you can start out by laughing, the rest comes easily because you have this joy that then only joy comes to you and whatever it is. And I love that too. So um, I think that feels like pretty much it. Um, I usually feel a connection of what else I like to say, but I feel like, like that is it. Um, I'm feeling like family is pouring in. So if you feel like you need a connection with a family member, I feel like go ahead and talk to them. I feel like they're begging for it. They're, be they're like, please tell her to connect, tell her to connect, tell her to connect. So I'm feeling this sense. I don't know who listened to it, who needed that message, but I felt that message just now is that there's the other side and they want a connection with you. They want a personal one-on-one -on -one connection. It's like, I haven't left. I'm right here and I very much love you. <laughs> so I'm very intuitive. I get those impulses sometimes. Um, yeah. And sleep well sleep well, do whatever it takes for you to have a beautiful, peaceful sleep. That's very, 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 very important. And I'm sensing that was like clear, sleep well, have a good sleep. You need your sleep. So that was another message for someone. So I hope that message finds whoever needs it, whoever resonates with it. Um, Thanks for listening to me today. I'm going to try to do this every day. Um, I do have some morning things going on, so it'll probably be the same time, like mid, middle of the day. I'll come on and, uh, and I'm sure I'll have another topic that is QHHT and self-healing and something beautiful. I do love sharing my stories with you guys. And if you ever have any questions, you can always email me. You can go to my website, jennifermartinezqhht.com. And if you ever do want to find a practitioner, if you resonate with me, you can go right to my email and connect to me and come and see me and have a beautiful session. Or you can find a practitioner in your area. And uh, just by going to qhhtofficial.com and then you go to practitioner like find a practitioner in your area and then and then the rest is history but make sure you do your research really resonate with that practitioner before you go to them very 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 important i feel people will have a better experience instead of just rushing out and finding the first one you can find um, 
So just remember that. And, and you can always ask your guidance system to lead you to the very best one that would be perfect for you. You know, they are always there to help you, even with the very simplest choices. Um, any choice you have, um, you get messages from your car too, as well. So you can turn the radio on and you can say, Hey, I need to know this, or I'm thinking this, help me out here. You do that. Sometimes you'll get the perfect song and, and you will just be blown away or you'll get the perfect message and it'll be perfect for you. It'll be exactly what you were looking for. So just trust that. Start finding little things that, that will make you shift. That's another thing that's really important. Shift to a better you. Practice it. Um, and yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, have a beautiful day and know you are magnificent and you are a beautiful being here on planet Earth and that you're loving and that you spread your light to others and that essentially is a light worker. Um, even if you don't have a degree in anything else, QHHT, Reiki, any of that, you don't need it. If you do, I mean, obviously it's right there for you to learn it. But if you don't, that's okay. Just you being you is the best. So thanks for joining me. I think that'll be it for today and hope to see everyone or yeah, see everyone tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs>